Welcome back to Myth, Magic, and Might, Episode 7, Next Steps. Last we left our heroes, the only friends, <laughs> uh, they had finally completed the stone dungeon, uh, receiving gifts and uh, bounties in the form of uh, much... Uh, uh, in f the forms of gems and gold and adamantine swords uh, that was all equally distributed uh, amongst the party members and we found them uh, traveling back home to Autumn Hollow when Priscilla once again uh, encountered the <laughs> the lemon-stealing wolves making an offer to one of them to give them a name in exchange for their companionship. This mysterious wolf, in turn, gave Priscilla one of its fangs before changing its colors and walking away, saying that it needed to talk to its former master about a change of employment. When the only friends made it to town, uh, the... Uh, none of you can see it, but I shake my head every time I say only friends. <laughs> uh, uh, when our wonderful friends made it to town, we found that uh, Jason had been hard at work turning, uh, uh, trying to craft wonderful, or er, uh, trying to craft armor and weapons for the uh, oncoming rebellion that the only friends are planning against the uh, Valerian Empire. Uh, they, uh, though Jason has uh, their local quarter dwarf uh, Smith friend, has mentioned that he's kind of running low on raw materials with which to make armor and weapons, and suggests uh, trying to contact the dwarves of the Ironheart Mountains see if they can get their aid in terms of supplies and weapons down to uh, Autumn Hollow. In the meantime, Hayden was visiting uh, his wonderful uh, second mate, I guess, uh, 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 Gilgamesh, who informed the captain that he had kind of reached the end of his ability to fix the ship using a mending cantrip and that in order to fix the ship further, they'll need someone who has actual expertise in, uh, in crafting ships. After asking around, Hayden found that the best shipwrights that most people know of would work in the city of Fogcliff. Um, Fogcliff is a massive city built on the top of a uh, bridge built by giants long ago uh, that uh, is a cent... Uh, that is a central hub of trade among uh, uh, a central hub of trade uh, both for the land-based trains that are maintained by the Empire as well as sea trade, making it a opportune spot to find potentially out-of-work shipwrights who might be willing to join this uh, repair job for the flying ship. Priscilla, in the meantime, was getting super drunk and 
destroyed the favorite wall of a barkeep named Hilda, uh, who dumps uh, about her problems to anyone and everyone who comes in her bar, while at the same time refusing to hear anyone else's problems in the very stereotypical barkeep fashion. Uh, oh, it's her favorite wall. How could you? Um, <laughs> Frida. Hey, we gave her something to talk about. <laughs> Frida managed to uh, uh, make contact with their father, who uh, has been teaching many of the local uh, people interested magic. And while his own seems to be uh, not uh, seems to have not fully returned to him yet, he has made progress teaching the townsfolk. And he also gave Frida uh, a uh, found a toy of hers from the past, her Lucanus action figure with uh, with uh, with spell disc throwing action. And a voice box, which, among its uh, various, you know, uh, wrote messages of "You're my favorite apprentice" and uh, and such, it said something very cryptically to Frida. It said, "You found the first of them," phrase that it has not repeated, and was never programmed previously to say. The only friends. <sighs> Convening uh, at a outdoor cafe near the center of town uh, to discuss what their plans are going forward. So, um, do we have any leads on the next one? Uh, I know that there's uh, the an entrance to uh, to another one of those dungeons like the one we just went through close close to where I grew up but that's a bit of a journey from here hmm well it's better it's a better lead than what I've got which is nothing yeah we could uh, check out the mountain boring would sometimes get me and shenanigans would sometimes get me in trouble, but I did find, find, find a one of those hidden entrance things once. I could take you guys back there. I'm pretty sure I could at least. Would we be able to stop in the mountains by chance? Perhaps the dwarvish villages. DM, would we be able to stop in the mountains <clears throat> on our way there? At this moment. Uh, you guys see uh, this uh, woman passes you by. Uh, with, on her back is a basket full of rolled up scrolls of paper. And as she is passing you by, she sa shouts, Come one, come all, National Free Map Day! Have a free map of... <laughs> Have a free map of the world of Gab! I will I would like oh, lovely. National Free Map Day. Would like there to have go. one of those. Uh, so, you, uh, who did she give it to? So you, uh, she she just puts it on the table in front of everyone. Uh, <laughs> Let's see if I can. 
Well, that was awful convenient. Uh, Does well, anyone else know, have I... a headache? Uh, I get that way sometimes. Uh, my name's uh, Annabeth, by the way. Offers her handshake. <laughs> lovely name. I make maps for a living. <laughs> That's lovely. Sounds like a lovely line of work. Oh, yes. Uh, though I'm mostly just waiting for my boyfriend to get home. He's undergoing military training. Oh, it's part of the Empire? Uh, not really, but don't tell one. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. Uh, I just can't wait for that little hottie to come back. And she wanders off, shouting, free maps! Free maps! <laughs> Wholesome content. <laughs> so, yes, you all now have a free, updated map of the world of Geb. Um, in the lower right, or sorry, lower left corner of Southern Raw is where you guys are located in Autumn Hollow. So from there, you should be able to find to the north the Ironwood Mount or the Ironheart Mountains and uh, various familiar places to some people. Uh, Jalen, looking at this map, your home was or where you you know, were raised, is the Temple of Beginnings all the way on uh, the tip of Northern Raw. So almost on the other side of this continent. Uh, uh, you can see. Yeah, could I, uh, excuse me, could someone could I have a coffee? Sorry, I'm struggling with technology. Uh, it, I'm sorry, you said it was where? Uh, it is at the top uh, left of the map. The Temple of Beginnings is what it's called. Uh, I see it. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's where you're from. Uh, so, let's see. Um, as far as... Uh, uh, yeah, you, you chose this cafe because a Geo sets up their um, coffee stand here. Uh, so, yeah, once again, Geo is a half-elf, tall and lanky, wearing a green apron, a dark brown shirt, and dark jeans with... Uh, dark skin and golden eyes. He uh, has his little uh, coffee cart, but he hopes to one day be able to open up his very own bistro and introduce coffee to the uh, uh, continent of Southern Geb. Or Southern Ra, rather. Uh, it's more popular in uh, uh, Osiris than it is uh, over on the continent of Ra. Uh, he has to import it all the way from the other side of the world. He, and he's like, Oh. I do think it's a lovely profession. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm. One day I'm sure that, you know, coffee will be uh, something wonderful uh, made, <laughs> enjoyed by everyone, whether they want to or not. Uh, anyway, here is. Uh... Wait, that sounded sinister. What? No, it's... no, no, no. Coffee definitely I'm... won't take over your life. Uh... Can you. Is this. Oh, I... or... I think I heard it. you called uh, Cosmocoin, right? That's your that's your coffee place, right? Uh, I think I heard that somewhere. No, I I don't have a. Well, I mean, I'd like to. You know what? That does sound like it'd be a good name for it, Cosmocoin. Huh? I like that name. I should I should write it down. He writes down the name Cosmocoin on a napkin. And... What about? What about antelope coffee? Hmm. You know what? I'll, I'll workshop this. He also writes down antelope. 
Uh, question mark on one. Uh, so anyway, uh, he, gosh, oh. so uh, he uh, gives a round of coffee for everyone. Uh, you all just enjoy the arom uh, aromatic uh, scent of this wonderful coffee. Oh, this is exactly I imagine what I that Frida would be the oh, and that's like a little little kid who puts in a bunch of creamer and sugar and then is hopping off the walls. Am I right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and Jalen is just like Ron's looking like... at the creamer, like disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I put in like one cube of sugar and like like a splash of cream and then I'm good. I watch everybody else like... put cream in their coffee and I just slowly you hear as she's pushing like the cup away from her. <laughs> I mean, Frida, don't 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 you don't you do the milk and sugar in your tea too? Of course. So like isn't that like just yeah. I guess for all your drinks, do you put milk and sugar in all your drinks? I, I think it's it's sweeter that way. It's it's delicious. Jelen just puts a napkin over her cup. <laughs> you don't want any? As I'm like going around with the sugar cubes, like Frida no. just actually pops just a sugar cube in her mouth as well <laughs> while she's drinking her coffee. Starting to Frida, are you a horse in disguise? Why do horses like sugar? Do horses not like sugar here? They certainly do where I'm from. I don't know much about horses, to be fair. Rosal would probably know. Do horses like sugar <laughs> yes, here? Yes! Horses are pretty yes. universal. Yes, they do. Horses like sugar cubes, that's a thing! <laughs> Frida, Frida's Wait, just from a, from a wealthy family. Yes, that's but... an actual real-life thing. Yes. Oh! Horses... Yes, okay. Frida... Uh, Frida's just from a rich family, so she hasn't had to deal with, like, taking care of horses. Because your yes. dad can just <laughs> pay someone to take care of them for you. <laughs> the, what, what, what do we call a horse person? Uh, a horse a person? Equestrian? Equestrian? Is oh, that, you, you mean like a person that takes care of horses and not a person that is also a horse. That would be a centaur. Oh! <laughs> That is yeah. true. That's because a person that would be a horse would be a centaur. I've never met a person horse. I have met man. one. Uh, just walking down the street. Jalen sitting hello. all the more uncomfortably in her chair. Just walking down the street <laughs> is this centaur who just looks at Frida and just shakes their head disapprovingly and then walks on. Wait, does that count? I guess that does count. Uh, I mean, I was thinking uh, like with the head. There's also the Ipatanis. They're also half horse person. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. I think I have a sketch in my book here. Hold on. Anyway, so um, what was the verdict? Are we going to be able to pass through the mountains on our way to... Well, Rockman... Sorry, that picture. Rockman is at the base, uh, like the southernmost end of the mountain range. So it's not on the way. It's Rockman uh, is the stopping point before you go into the mountains. And that's where I'm from. So we could technically, theoretically, do both. Yes. We can head towards my hometown. 
It's um. Do you know? Do the dwarves do trading with your hometown? It uh, isn't part of the empire, right? Uh, Rosalind, you would know that like, uh, there is a an empire, an imperial military base just slightly, uh, that that is in between the Ironheart Mountains and Rockman. Um, Jason has said that he knows roughly where a secret entrance is that could bypass them, but um, you do know that you can't just walk directly to uh, from Rockman to the mountains because that is an active war when zone between two, compete, uh, two fighting nations. So what you're saying is one does not simply walk into the mountains. <sighs> you, we... We could just <laughs> we could just take the Empire's base and then use that as a base of operations. There's oh, I like uh, that. There's that? possibly hundreds uh, of soldiers. I mean, it's an idea. There at any I mean, time. I, I I like I, our chances. I say we put it to a vote. Remember our previous conversation about the one time that Roslyn got into like uh, trouble? Is that where she was yep. taken? Okay. Okay, so I would know like a little bit about this space, but yeah, you admittedly you, enough, you spent a, a night in one of the cells there, as a like you know straighten out a problem yeah. child type of thing. <laughs> yep. So you had other prisoners tell you you know how awful their life is, and like <laughs> yeah, and then I I leave the next morning and they're like, what the. WTF? <laughs> I mean, I, I like I like the idea of us just taking out the base. This seems like a good idea. It, how reasonable does that seem based on Rosalind's knowledge? Not of reasonable the at all. I say we put it to a vote. What do y'all think? I think if Rosalind's been there and she's telling us that it's beyond our capabilities at the time, that we save that mission for another day. We'll be able... If we get a little bit powerful, stronger, faster, then we could, and have more people join us, we could try again, just not right now. Yeah, the, the Empire seems to cast shadows over many parts of this world. We'll have plenty of opportunities to take off sizable bites of their, um, elsewhere. I'm just one. going to play, I'm going to play Wits Advocate for a second. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wix advocate, I love it. So, theoretically, we have an entire village full of armed people that are now, like, I mean, willing to fight the Empire. Uh, a point they but then also, uh, they Jason don't have any... Jason very specifically doesn't have enough weapons and armor to arm the town. That's a problem that you're... That's why we're going to the mountains. Fair. So I say we, we, we get the stuff in the mountains and then arm the village and then take over the base. What if we try to figure out if there's any kind of shipments of arms or armaments going to this base, rob them of that shipment, bring it back, and then attack with the weapons that were meant for them? That does turn to high... Uh, highway or uh, forest way robbery. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah, like a good yeah, idea. No, that, this the downside, 
the downside to that is that immediately attracts attention to the village. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. They would know we're coming. We'd have to be able to strike quickly if we stole a shipment. And yeah. Sure not um, to any witnesses. Um, Hayden, based well, on... They will notice when their shipment doesn't arrive. Hayden, based on what you have uh, talked about uh, in regards to Fogcliff, you know that, like, shipments of Empire goods go through there on train all the time. So, theoretically... I mean, it would be, it, like, it, you present it as an option. Is like, Fogcliff would probably be the place to, like, steal their stuff if that was a plan that you wanted to do. Oh. So, but... I'm, I'm all for, I'm all for, uh, stealing from the Empire. But, if, what if we go to Fogcliff first? hop on one of their trains and just steal the whole thing. The whole train? I like this idea, too. I... That sounds exciting. I'm, I'm, I say we put it to a vote. Does anybody think... know how to drive a train? I can figure it out. Does anybody have it's, existing it's on, knowledge of how to drive a, pl- a train? I mean, it's already on tracks. How hard can it be? I, Pretty I, hard. To be honest, I don't even know what a train is. That's problematic. Okay, so okay. Ima- imagine like a, a, a like a horse and buggy, but there's no horse, and the buggy's on a set of rails and can only go one direction. Jalen's like slightly in the back, going chugga 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 chugga, <laughs> like moving her arms in like the train <laughs> wheel motion. Priscilla right. uh, kind of points back to Jalen. That the 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 problem remains. Um. Not saying that we shouldn't do it, but the the downside of this plan is that the moment that their ship permit does not arrive on schedule, they will know that something is wrong. I mean, we already sent the the Empire packing and running with survivors already when we first got here. And if we attack from way of fog cliff, it'll be a lot harder, if not impossible, to trace it back to Autumn Hollow. And I do have some leftover uh, goblin biological organic matter. I can make it look like the goblins. They would be looking for, well, unless they're convinced it's goblins, they would be looking for at least some kind of rebellion. It doesn't matter if it's coming from Autumn Hollow, they'll just be ready for us when we go to whatever base we're going to go to. You may only be able to see, like, half of Jalen's face, but... Priscilla says the thing about the the goblin bits and and just the bottom half of the of her face the part that you can see you can tell she's grimacing and it's like almost as bad as the coffee creamer okay can I say something the only good way for us to get to Fogcliff is by taking a ferry or a boat across the rocky sea and that sounds difficult um, it, you, uh, I will say, um, just based on the map, we'll say that the map has this detail. The trains do go to Zestern and, uh, Sina, the Kingdom of Waves, uh, so, um, theoretically you would just have to take it to Zestern and then be able to ride it to Fogcliff. So, 
I'm confused. Why are we not just ambushing the train further down the track? Why are we going back to the start? Mm. Uh, I, I mean, it is going to be hard to get onto a train while it's moving. It's not exactly a slow-moving vehicle. Well, but if you're saying it stops in these towns, just get on at that stop, rather than going all the way to Fogcliff. Was there a reason why we wanted to go to be at, get on at Fogcliff? Well, we we need Fogcliff in general. At least I do. Uh, did a little bit of asking around, and if I'm going to finish repairing my ship, then. I need shipbuilders, and the best place to get shipbuilders is going to be in Fogcliff. We also need to make contact. We also need to make contact with them because we need materials to make weapons. I did promise Jason that we would bring some. Also, because I need a new axe. We're looking for shipwrights. Um, yes. And, And I will say, again, based on your asking around, like... Obviously, there would be shipwrights in Zestern and Williamstown, but they're not, like, the best or, like, of a quality you would want. Um, Frida, you're from Williamstown. You know that, like, there is a dock there, but it's, like, it's mostly just... Your your city is a university town, and most of the people on boats are, like, rich knobs. So... Yeah, your your dad. Yeah, your dad does. From a rich. Yeah, <laughs> your your dad hates working there, or that he was born there. <laughs> Call me an orc. I'm about ready to sink a rich man's boat. I I would say that might not be the worst idea. I think it would draw less attention than an imperial. So I understood so that we- reference. If we are looking for shipwrights from, from shipwrights, and you need shipwrights for weapons making as well, or is that a different thing? We just need the materials. We have a Jason. So the materials we were getting from the mountains, the shipwrights were getting from the opposite direction in Fog uh, Town, um, Fog Cliff, and the dungeon is over by Rock. Rock. Rockman, uh, which is at the base of the base of the mountains. Um, or instead of getting materials for weapons, we could rob weapons from the Empire at the Fogcliff Express instead of gathering the materials. Yeah. Yes. So if we if we are to steal things from the train. I think it would be best to do all that we need to do in the safety of Fogcliff while it's still safe to us. Yeah, we definitely because if should we rob the train the and then try and go into town, it's probably going to end horribly for all of us. Okay, I will hear, hear me there out. There is a way to... Okay, you go first. We go to the dungeon. We do the dungeon things. We steal a train. Loaded up with shipwrights and uh, crafting materials, and then take it back to Autumn Hollow. Well, the dungeon and the, the dungeon and the train are in opposite directions. Is the problem? Yeah, we so would have to go out of the way for the dungeon. Northwest of here, about mm, two hundred, about two hundred miles from here. 
if we are going to convince shipwrights to come help us, we'll either have to pay them or radicalize them, like we did this town. I think it's not too hard to radicalize people. You are the locals, so if you think um, so. I mean, I can give a stirring speech again. Everyone, I just am thinking. Just kind of waiting for the inciting event, honestly. Well, then we I, can I'm. Them to flame. I'm... Based the on... the issue is that if we start with anything other than the dungeon itself, we'll have to be mindful of who we're taking with us and what we're taking with us. We can't take a, an entire village's worth of materials into a dungeon and expect to survive. Likewise, we can't be bringing a bunch of shipwrights that we need alive into a dungeon where they will probably die. So I think we should start there. So we could. Well, the other option would be to get the shipwrights to Autumn Hollow and then while they're working on the ship, leave them there and go to the dungeon. That's also an option. Yes. Because fog. That's a lot of extra travel, though. Yes. But. Uh, I think it's even... extra travel either way. Yeah. There. I will say one thing. If we're going to. There is a way to get away with robbing the train without them realizing that materials are gone. It's like these trains will probably have like an invent, like a manifold, uh, or an inventory list. If we are able, manifest. yes, a manifest. If we're able to find manifest and doctor it, uh, so we take a little bit and then doctor it so they don't notice that it's gone because it was not on the manifold. That might Anybody delay them, but I, but I suspect at the end of the day, they'll, they'll, when the base receives no weapons and they ordered weapons, they're going to be confused, even if the paper trail is there. It'll slow them down for sure. But um, I'm forgery is not my... my take uh, all of the weapons. Just take some of them. Well, I mean, we're, we're kind of forgetting something here. I mean, we, we have a, a bona fide wizard here. Rita, can't you, like, evoke a portal or something and open up that? We can go that way? Uh, I do... I have magnets. <laughs> you have magnets? <laughs> yes. I actually have been experimenting with my electricity and... How do they work? They work. Well, I essentially make two magnetic fields that pull things together. I don't know. That might help if I could pull a lot of the metal towards us. Um, but, but I don't have like, a portal. Fr Frida's you, out so here you, inventing you, electromagnetic rails. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, wait, so you, just, you, can't, you can't evoke a portal? I do not have any portals myself. Hmm. Sorry. I can you, look into it. Can you, like... Maybe evoke a big ver a big bird that can fly us there. Um, um, I also don't know how to manifest animals yet. That would be cool though. A large I... bird. Hmm. <laughs> Might take time for the birds. I could call for a bird now. That bird that that goblin was riding in the tournament. Do we know yeah, where that we is? Have little, uh, oh, it flew away. Our little flying uh, uh, pseudo dragons with us. Yes, yeah, you're little. Yeah, he those pseudo dragons are most certainly not carrying me all the way to Fog Cliff. They could not carry oh, any oh. of you. <laughs> That's right. I'm putting my freedom. Oh, 
could you, Frida, could you maybe like, uh, like evoke the future and tell us whether or not we'll succeed on this? Uh, well, I could try to do a tarot reading for sure. Let's um, see. Would you all excuse me for a minute? I have to do something. Oh, uh, and, uh, all right. Um, Lana is going to try to, like, just slip outside mm -hmm. and find a quiet place to sit down. Okay. And, uh, now that some of the, uh, some magic is returning to the land, uh, Lana is going to try to pray to the Phoenix Queen. Okay, go ahead and roll a charisma or religion check. Dirty 20. As you take this moment to kneel in this shaded place by yourself, the sun just peeks over one of the roofs and the light kind of sets on your face and warms you. And as you are sitting there contemplating, you get this feeling of a voice reaching out to you from a very far place. You can't quite make out the words, but you can still... You can still somewhat tell what they're saying, or at least the intent or emotion behind it. And what the sense that you get is, in, in Fogcliff, there will be a reunion of some kind. Not necessarily a good one, but yeah, there will be a reunion. The so, other, the, the, the dwarves and the mountains, in the Ironheart Mountains, will find an injustice that needs correcting. And that is the vibe that you get. It will be a bad okay. reunion, or possibly a good reunion. You're not sure. You're not. You're definitely not getting a good vibe. And then the other one, an injustice to correct. Do I, as I I, I look up and I, and I sort of bask in the sun for a little bit, and I look um, to the opposite side of the sky. Um, just sort of scanning for a dark figure, wondering if my ad my adversary um, is that way. You look, scanning the sky for the opposite direction, and it's not there, but as you keep, you know, turning your head... You get the sense that it is towards the mountains, or at least on the way there, if not. It's in that general direction, is what you can determine. Mm. No closer to finding what I seek, but I know that what I, what I must do. I'll get up and, and head back in and join the others after a few minutes. Okay, so could you maybe like evoke me a coffee? That would be cool. I, I, I worry I would damage our business for our friend over there. You can just have mine. Slides it over with more across the table. See, I kind of just light my finger <laughs> on fire and stir the coffee with it so it heats up. Well, everyone, I Welcome think back. 
There might be something waiting for us in Frostcliff. I'm not sure. There's certainly opportunity down there. Did you talk to someone? I tried. It's still the the dark cloud over this world is still too thick to really get through. There is something I have to face in the mountains. At one at some time or another. All the more reason to go. And you're sure this isn't some kind of ploy on your I guess fragility as it stands? Someone could be messing with your mind. At least take that into consideration. My mind is sharp as ever. I know what I I know what I felt. It was a cold, shivering presence coming from the mountain. If you feel like this is the right call, I'm with you. I'd still like to put it to a vote, but I'm with you. I'm we certainly also could still with go, you. We certainly could still go to Frostgrave. The, we'll, we will encounter something or someone there from our past. One of ours. I don't know what. I will... Mi- the Dawn Mistress could only whisper a little bit through the dark shroud. Fogcliffe is also like a major, major city. So it'd be someplace that we could sell uh, some of the uh, stuff that we got from the stone dungeon and actually get a good amount of gold from it. And possibly use that gold to just uh, to buy materials. That is another option. That's also a good idea. It might Autumn be Hollow safer. Is, we've already run Autumn Hollow pretty low on resources as it is. Yeah. That's why she's suggesting elsewhere. I think that's mm-hmm. a, a, a safer idea than any of the one that we any of the ones that we've had so far. I will say that if we're heading, if we're gonna head towards the mountains and uh, the uh, the dungeon that I know about, it. It will be. It would be nice to. Uh, uh, it's definitely someplace where I know where I'm going, so I know like the safer routes on how to get there and everything. So we could, uh, uh, theoretically, uh, I would I theoretically know uh, uh, how to avoid how to avoid like getting spotted by the empire. Uh, out on the road, yeah. especially the that, road between I mean, and that's Rockman. Yeah, that's something that you've done a lot since you were a teenager. Yeah, so I know how to uh, stay out uh, stay out of uh, out of the uh, eyesight of the Empire so we can do what we need to do without interference from them if we do and, decide to go that direction. I'm fine going either way. I don't think we're ready to face what waits me on those mountains. I, I sort of, I, I sort of cast dancing lights, um, and it's still not very. It's it's brighter than before the dungeon, but it's still a little bit dimmed compared to what it used to be. And I, say, I know this won't mean much to you, but this light should be much brighter, and it needs to be brighter if we're going to face that darkness well if you feel like we need to get stronger and get more materials and stuff then i say we can head towards fog cliff 
I'm fine. And I'm if totally we have the opportunity to, li have to, to liberate more people there, then we'll take that opportunity as well. Stealing from the train may be just as good of an option, not for our own coffers, but to simply put a, a dent in the empires. Exactly. Um, in my travels around uh, the like this air around the area does uh does the opinion of the empire still typically a neg neutral to negative thing in most places that i've traveled through i mean they literally conquered most places so most places just kind of put up with them because it's bad yeah, i mean so there might be some that are like opinion. oh based on the way uh the empire changes trade it's made our town rich but like eh, that now, obviously, that doesn't necessarily equal public opinion likes them, but some places might be okay. a bit more favorable, but not so, many. So, if we go to another town, we're, we're, it's statistically at least a bit likely that we'll run into people that want to get rid of the Empire's oppression. Does that seem reasonable? I mean, we'll just have to see. Yeah. I think with magic coming back, we can be pretty damn convincing. I do say yeah. so myself. I do still think that the idea of selling things and having the materials shipped here legally may be a wise choice. And it wouldn't hurt to try to discover people there that may be of like mind. At least to recruit them for the effort with rebuilding the ship and helping out the townsfolk in Autumn Hollow prepare for a bigger rebellion. Ah, uh, yes, that. We are just a spark. As gung-ho as I am to kick some Empire ass, I think we should be... wise. And you and, you and I both mean that quite literally. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> we could probably pick up some things to sell in Hamlin. Hamlin also a good Well, there is a large base of the accursed in Hamlin. We could uh, could take out some of them and grab some of their supplies and take that with us. I'm not here to commit a genocide. Not a genocide. Um, out of character. Hey, Viv, I'm having a hard time hearing you. No, oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's. It's not a genocide. They, the accursed, they're monsters. They're not people. But they are. Could be. We could, with magic returning to the world, we could undo that curse, could we not? I believe they so. They aren't permanent. They aren't permanently doomed to that fate anymore. My dad said they used to. They used to be able to help, and I think that's an important thing to fight for try. Well, do any of you feel like you have the potential to fix their curse? It's something that I believe could be within my power as I grow stronger. Um, at this point, uh, DM, have I <laughs> like, have I experienced any of my own magic yet? Um, have you tried any? Uh, Probably not. I'll, I'll say... Because I don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> I will say... 
you you do feel different now that you've like you know done this great service for your deity and like even though they're not directly in front of you anymore you still feel their presence but not like behind you or beside you but like within you in a sense I would like to attempt magic right here right now um okay <laughs> uh let's go cow magic <laughs> Um, I would like to cast light on, on, uh, can I, can I, it just says that I have to touch an object within 20 foot or something that is within 20 feet. I yep. would like to light myself up. Jialin, as you, that? as you stand and pose dramatically, a heavenly light shines <laughs> from your very being. Huh. Priscilla. Jalen just to. got set on fire. <laughs> I am going to pull my bedroll from my bag and start beating Jalen <laughs> with it. <laughs> Priscilla, Priscilla. Don't worry, I've got you. I've got hey, you. Hey, Priscilla. hey, it's okay. No. Jalen's no. just like laughing. <laughs> what? Uh, Priscilla, <laughs> the grapes have got uh, taken over her mind. She's mad. She's been consumed by madness laughing as she burns oh no. oh no next next your eyes will turn i'll save you from this curse i'm gonna start beating her harder with the with the uh with the with the bedroll no, i'm gonna no, like no, no, put no, no, up no. my arms to like 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 a kid in a pillow fight putting up my arms to like keep the pillow out of my face or the the bedroll out of my face this is simply magic it's a common spell Similar to what I just did. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not on fire. I'm fine. I don't know how to turn this off. Uh, as soon as you say off, it turns off. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I might be able to help. I, I don't know. I just did that. Uh, Gilgamesh uh, turns to his captain Hayden and is like, uh, "Certainly, some interesting people." Uh. You know, they certainly are, but they definitely come through in a fight. Oh, I, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Can I eating uh, grass out of my pocket? Can I find a small creature? Um, there's the, uh, there, there's your, a small creature. there's your pseudo dragons. No, 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 I, I, I need, I need a beast. Okay, um... <sighs> This is Vinny all over again. <laughs> no, it won't be Vinny. I promise. Uh, I, I guess somebody has a dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm, lo I'm looking for like a sure. rabbit, a sure. mouse, a squirrel, a bird. You should get a pet dog. Uh, you, you see uh, a robin sitting on the uh, uh, awning above the little cafe you're at. I'm going to cast speak with animals. The bird looks at you. Um, I'm going to say hello, friend. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Do you have a name? Eh, hey, my name's Rob. Rob. Nice to meet <coughs> you, Rob. Hey. Um. Do, do, do that. <laughs> uh, hey, would you do me a favor? Could you fly on ahead to Frostgrave and let us know of the, um, What's of any... Frostgrave? Frostcliff, you know, not... Oh, Frostcliff. Fogcliff, it's Fogcliff. 
I'm sorry. There's a game called Frost Grave that is a board game. My brain is distracted. Frog, Frog Cliff. Um, that that's what I meant. I'm not from here, obviously. Mm. Um, so and just sort of um, alert us as to the weather on the head and perhaps any um, anything out of the ordinary. Mm. What would I know was ordinary in a place I've never been? I mean, you've you've been in places like it. You've been in this town. Mm. I, I'm not looking for a, like a detailed report. I'm just like let just we're heading that direction. If you could let us know if anything mm. unusual, like I mean, if the town is on fire, if there's a festival going on. If it's gonna be snow and hail, you know that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. Um. What? What's in it? Ermito. I pull out. A, a, I pull out some leftover graham cracker crust from my cheesecakes, and I feed it to him. Oh heck yeah, man! <laughs> heck yeah! <laughs> and he and Rob uh, happily eats the graham crackers. All right. All right, dog. I'm going to head out. See you Peace. later. And Rob flies away. <laughs> Rob the Robin? Yes. Look, I ain't got uh, space for creativity in these brains. I got to be composing bird songs. You know, a little tweet tweet or, you know, a chirp in there. You know, I'll throw it in. I like to remix. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you very much. You know, <laughs> yeah, get them fly honeys to my nest. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> now watch that become a, a commonly requested character, and there's going to be, like, whole other spin-off series. With that... <laughs> Rob the Robin. <laughs> the, the, the SoundCloud rapper... Of Gab, Rog, Rob the Robin, the Elvis <laughs> impersonating songbird. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all for me today. <laughs> okay, um, I will say, Falkliff is quite a distance away, so this bird will probably take like a few days to get back to you. Yeah, it'll get back to us when we're about a day or two out. Perfect. Would you do it for a Robin snack? Oh, yeah, man. All right, so we're all set to head to Fog Cliff and pedal some wares and look for some uh, laborers. Which do we take? Do we go by the accursed town or do we head to Frida's hometown? I hmm. vote not the accursed town. It might be a little... Yes, that's what I was thinking. I'm sorry, Priscilla. Uh, yeah, I, I do think we should, you know, raise our hands. All those in favor of not going through Amlin, raise your hand. Who is the, who is saying this? Uh, Gilgamesh. <clears throat> Gil, you're not coming. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I... Hayden, the captain made a big speech about... Never, never mind. I guess. Let him you know, come you know. if he wants to come. Wait, did the cap? Did the captain make a speech? 
Yes. Uh, sorry, that's my bad. I, as the player, was under the impression was under the impression that we didn't want to put Gil in danger. Never mind. Just retract that statement. He's level three now. He is a big boy wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I I am gonna kind of as everyone's voting. I'm gonna kind of look over my right hand shoulder and like, what do you think? And uh, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have my echo just appear right there, and be like. Mm-mm. She shakes her head no. Just a flaming magma version of myself. But I feel like only I can see. But in actuality, all y'all can all y'all can see her. Yes, all of y'all see this like flaming being of devilry right next to Priscilla. And here mm, I thought I yeah. was cool by catching myself on fire. It wasn't even real fire. Is that what uh Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jalen raises her hand anyways, but she is looking at at this, uh, I guess, apparition? I'm not sure if this counts as an apparition. I guess. It not, doesn't have a physical form, technically. Uh, mm. And then Gil says, uh, all opposed? Uh, the Echo does raise its hand along with you, Priscilla, and then thinks better of it and puts its hand down. Hey, don't put your hand back up. And just, it sticks its tongue out at you, like, you can't tell me what to do. So unbearable. Alright, so, Frida, I guess that means for the first leg of the journey, you're leading the way. Alright. We just got those maps, it'll be perfect. As Frida just, like, examines it and is like, yeah, alright, okay, alright. Clearly unaware that she's out of her depth, because Dad probably did most of the planning anytime we would travel. I'm just gonna yes. like pat pat ah. her shoulder and like give her guidance without being aware. Uh, okay, uh, Frida, roll a survival check to nav uh, to like plot a course on your map. All right, to, to, to her home. I got an egg. To your home. Yes. Twelve, and then the guidance is D four. Yes. Yeah. A solid thirteen, good omens. Yeah, you you remember that there's a, a little bridge across the Redleaf River, um, and you remember exactly where it is. It's uh, it's not like yeah, you you remember the course, you remember where the bridge is, and uh, yeah, you've su- you've successfully for the first time in your life plotted. <laughs> There's a first um, time for everything. <laughs> you, you, if only your dad could see you now. He's right over there, though. Uh, uh, hi, dad. Have oh, I seen hey, like, other maps of the world of Gab before? Does, this, does the map that we have seem like uh, accurate and detailed compared to what I've seen before? Uh, yes, it does seem uh, accurate and good compared to the maps that were made previously by me. <laughs> okay, so uh, there, there is... Never mind, never mind. I lost my train of thought, sorry. Uh, okay. So, <clears throat> uh, one other thing I will ask um, before you guys uh, pl- plot your uh, start to make... Uh, plan on when you leave um a who has the strange coin and b what are you doing with it 
strange coin? Didn't I have that? I think Frida has it, yeah. Yeah, Frida has it now. Okay. Uh, uh, Frida, what are you doing with it? Do you, uh, do you want to take some time um, and study it, or uh, does it not? I suppose I have identified, I've probably been using it as like a fidget, I, I would imagine, actually. Like, kind of just shifting it between my fingers as I'm looking over the map. Um, and I guess my attention is drawn to it for a moment. And I'm just gonna cast identify. Whatever this is, it's not exactly magic, but it's something similar to magic, and it yes, it's older than magic. Maybe mm. as old as the world itself. But so for, it's for details, for the details, you will need either legend lore or to like try to look up in like books what this could possibly be but the it's well yeah you'll need legend lore to like fully know what this item is i suppose i could ask dad about it uh your your dad is walking down the street again <laughs> hey dad 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 hmm? yes uh I, i'm trying to stop your sibling from telling your parents that i um you know did some uh you know oh it's all right. It's all right. Um, it's a sure thing. It's not gambling. If it's a sure thing, okay? I'm. You're right. You're right. I, mean, I, I won't tell anyone either. You're... As I like, kind of look at him, like raising an eyebrow. Yeah, he's trying to find your sibling, who, uh, if you recall, last episode heard that your dad was gambling and ran off to tell <laughs> your other parents. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Okay. I know you're in a hurry. I have this thing. Did I show you this? Oh. I hold up the coin. Um, I'm going to roll an arcana check for him. All right. He looks at that and says, Oh, <laughs> oh, that's very cute, Frida. Like from the book. What? From the... Oh, uh, uh, get, um, hold on. Do I have it in my pack or did I... Uh, let me... Let uh... me go, uh, um... Remember the the picture book that we used to read together? Uh, I've got a lot of bigger books in my head now, but oh, uh, maybe. Uh, uh, let's see. I uh, I guess I'll roll a pure luck check to see if he has the book in right. his inventory. Sure. Above a ten, yeah. He's like, well, okay, yes. I I put it in this pocket because I didn't want it to get mixed in with the others, and it's more sentimental. Mm -hmm. Uh, here you go. I need to go find your sibling before they tell your parents. Uh, whew, All right. Uh, Good luck. <laughs> he, he's, he's running. He's running at this point because he's like, where are All they? Right. Um, and they hand I'm you sure when I... a yeah. watercolor uh, illustrated book called uh, The Many Adventures of Lucanus the Great. Oh. I kind of recall it a little bit but I guess I was young then uh yeah you you flip open to the first page and it describes how um you know Lucanus is waving goodbye to his friends as he goes on this grand adventure and you see the like friends that are um sort of drawn in this watercolor there's um they're all standing like with their backs and waving as Lucanus is like in the distance turning around to wave back at them, but still clearly, like, walking away. Um, hmm. And 
the figures you see are a um this figure in gold armor with an emerald sword at their side you see this other figure a young girl in these like priestly robes with a lion beside her and you see this other strange figure that like is way less detailed than the others they're just like this dark outline that always gave you this like ominous vibe because it's it's almost like the artist was like trying to draw a background person um rather than like a more clearly more detailed other two and the only bit of like color in this person uh this like dark shade is this weird striated red dot on the back of their neck or what would be the back of this person's neck? The red dot. Um, Hayden, that immediately clicks with something you were aware of. Wait, I spaced out. What clicks? A um, one of the figures in this book is drawn as if they have a red dot on the back of their neck, and when you look at it, it is similar in placement and in color that strange dot that you saw on the back of Jace's neck. Ah, I hate that. I hate absolutely all of that. Um, and, and Frida, as you kind of flip through the book, you see um, you see Lucanus uh, accidentally fall in the uh, in these, you know, tall mountain pass into the elemental plane of air. You see him you know, mm develop this love with the princess and he promises one day that he'll come back for her um, and she gives him her family sword so he can protect himself and you see the page where he makes it to the plane of earth and at the plane of earth there is a titan bigger than mountains made of stone who de who uh, demands gold and jewels from uh, the inhabitants of this world uh, of the earth plane uh, as he eat gorges and eats uh, on uh, these gemstones and the thing that he holds that later in the story Lucanus steals from him uh, Lucanus in this story he calls upon Wick to help him and with Wick's help he makes a uh, he makes a poison and then he freezes that poison into an uh, a, a bit of ice until it looks like a gemstone and he uh, and you see this later page when he presents it to this great earth titan and he says I promise you that after you eat this gem your hunger will be satisfied and you will never eat another gem to which the titan responds, if you, uh, if this is true, then my kingdom is yours. It laughs as it eats the gem, and the poison puts it to sleep for all eternity. And with that promise fulfilled, Lucanus retrieves this coin. And when you look at the coin, it's, it's vague in detail because it's watercolor, but... Now that you're looking at this other coin, this real coin that you have, you can imagine how 
if you were to abstract the details of it, how they would look the same. They're about the same size, at the very least. Mm, that's interesting. And what was the detail again on the coin? Um, it it has these like strange patterns on it. They're they seem to be meant more for decoration than uh, uh, than anything else. They're it, it it's like a it's like a um, how how best to describe it? It's like this sort of almost stylized leaf pattern or like tree pattern it's a little hard to tell hmm interesting hmm <laughs> can I make an uh, insight check just in regards to um perhaps the, the purpose of this coin go ahead and make an insight check alright 12 again hmm you briefly get distracted, like you're trying to think of it, and you're kind of flipping through the other pages, trying to piece it together. You know he collects other things in the story. Right. But the other thing that it keeps you your attention keeps catching on is that there are several points in the story of Lucanus where Wick comes to his aid. And helps yeah. him in various parts. And as you're thinking about it, this idea pops into your head that Lucanus was a cleric of Wick. And that's not in any kind of like book you have read before. You know that you have never like heard or seen that theory. And there's nothing within the religion of Lucanus that says to like also pray, uh, like give homage to or thanks to Wick in any way. That idea just, like, comes into your head, and on some level, it does make the story make a little more sense. If not for the, you know, what you know now of, like, Wick stealing magic from the world. It it right. seems so, it seems so strange how in one story he is helping Lucanus discover magic... And then he takes it away, like century, like millennia later. It it doesn't make sense. It's almost like this coin is a testament to their teamwork together. I, I don't know what that means. Jalen, I, I like, suppose. Yeah. Are you? You're, so you're you're kind of explaining this out loud, right? Yeah. Yes. I've kind of recite the story and then ponder for a little bit and then continue reciting to my understanding um wick may not have been as what's the word uh troublesome as people have believed him to be in the past words brain sorry well come back well, to he me was later. Al wick was always a trickster that's clear I, I understand what you're saying, though, Jialin. I just... I don't know if I can believe that Wick didn't betray. If anything, this is a sad testament to a friendship that ended in betrayal. DM, is there any way that I can tell if this story is related to, um... the... the... the idea of, uh, Satori... 
and Wix uh, Alliance. Um, you've never heard of it, and just kind of flipping through the rest of the book, it doesn't seem like that's the case. Okay. Like, there there doesn't appear to be, like, Satori in any other part of this book. She just frowns and decides not to voice it at this point in time. Okay. Um, and with that, we are going to uh, cut to Priscilla, who has decided to um, go visit a cobbler uh, in preparation for your journey. <clears throat> so, uh, Priscilla. Yeah. yeah. So, I just, I kind of head inside, and I, uh, I'm kind of fiddling with one of the casts that I've made over my years, and I'm gonna walk inside. Uh, excuse me, anyone, anyone in right now? Okay, uh, let's see, let me go down to my, um, hold on, where, where, there we go. <clears throat> uh, hello, uh, my name's, uh, uh, Danny, Danny Rosette. Uh, how can I help you today? Oh, uh, yeah, it's a bit of an odd request. Uh, and I kind of sit the cast that I took of uh, a set of goblin tracks on the on the on the on the counter, and then I take off my boots and set those on the counter. I was wondering if you could maybe uh, make some cuts to some rough leather and. Uh, nail them into the bottom of my shoes. I'm hoping to leave these tracks when I'm walking to, well, to help out the town. Um, okay, it, uh, seems like an odd request, but I suppose I could. Um, do you, uh, uh, when do you need this by? Uh, how long should it take you? Eh, um, if you want it to, like, you know, stay in your boot, I'd say, um, I could put down the project I'm working on now and express rush it to, like, f the end of the day, five o'clock. It's noon now. Uh, yeah, that should work. Sorry to spring this on you. Oh, no, um, you, uh, you know, my, my partner, Rachel, and I, uh, uh, you know, we, we understand what you folks are trying to do for the town, and honestly, I don't want our little girl growing up in a place ruled by the Empire. It's, the Empire is no place to raise a kid, and if we don't stand our ground, then there'll be no place left to raise a kid. You know? Well, I, yeah, I, I do. I... Lost my parents at a young age. If we had someone besides the Empire, they might still be here. I, I do get it. Mm. Rest assured that we're gonna make sure that that Autumn Hollow comes out of this strong and whole, and a good place to live and raise a family. Uh, I, I would appreciate it. Um, uh. You will have to pay extra for a rushed order. Um, I no problem at all. How much do I? Have? Um, I'd say for the rushed order, uh, four gold. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can pay that. Um, and 
I mean, I'll, you know, because it, is everything okay? Uh, I mean, to be honest, I, uh, I was overcharging you closer to three gold. It's, hey, no, uh, it's, it's fine. Uh, my, it's, Four it's gold. just that my daughter, she wants to, she, she's saving up to buy a puppy and, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I gotta be prepared to help out with whatever the dog ends up chewing up. Uh, she raised a lot of money at the the festival. She had her own game set up. It, we're we're both really That's proud awesome. of her. You know, uh, she really dedicated to something she she wants. That's awesome. Oh, um, maybe this is what I help. And she kind of pulls out uh, a hand axe from her from her uh, from her waist and sets it down. I used to when I was younger to make ends meet. I would offer to go around and chop up people's firewood for them. A time-consuming task, but people used to send me a little copper or a little silver every once in a while for helping out. This might be a, a good start for her. I... I'll talk to her about it. That seems like a good idea. Um, uh, anyway, uh, I'll have these done by the end of the day. Sounds good. Um, and I'm Priscilla, by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, Danny. Danny Rosette. <laughs> uh, um, I'll, uh, see you at five. Uh, certainly. And she kind of just nods and backs out and starts heading back to meet her with everyone else. Okay. Shoeless, by the way. <laughs> with no shoes. Uh, as, as you're going, your echo appears and, uh, just pokes at your feet. As... Hey, how long has it been since we got back from the dungeon? Is it this like the next day, or has it been a few days? Uh, it's been a few hours. Oh, hours. Never mind. <laughs> uh, oh, you're so annoying. Let's go. We gotta meet up with everyone else. Uh, she she also pokes at your legs. Like, are you gonna also wear these shorts? What's wrong with my shorts? They got burned. Remember, <laughs> they point at like how burned they are and how they're like, you know, almost booty shorts. And she's like, "Hey, it's an aesthetic. I'm not the one walking around completely composed of lava." Uh, they're they're they strike a seductive pose. Like, aren't I hot though? Yes, yes, you're hot. We get it. Ha ha. It's a pun. Now, can we go catch up with everybody else? Uh, she makes a face like, you're just jealous I'm hotter. Uh, All but... Right. Come uh, on, let's go. Yeah, you, I think at this point you, like, grab her tail and pull her behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, like, drag her along. Um, she winks at just a random townsfolk, and that uh, random townsfolk, like, blushes and turns away. So we cut back to the rest of y'all. Um, or, uh, what, uh, Hayden, Jalen, Rosalind, Frida, what, uh, what preparate, or, yeah, sorry, the rest of y'all, what preparations, if any, do you tr uh, try to make before you head out? I'm gonna buy some coffee. <laughs> they sell buy... the beans wholesale. <laughs> I I do uh, I do sell the beans, Frida. Um, it is uh, 
five gold for a um, for a little canister like this. Uh, we also have the slightly larger canister for ten gold. Um, I slap down ten. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it, it's not too much coffee because, like, obviously he has to import it from like the other side of the world, so it's a little difficult to get it. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like you said, like most, uh, you know, coffee is mostly enjoyed in that area of the world and isn't really catch uh, an empire thing. And that's what he's trying to do is make it catch on in the empire, mm. or at least or... this part of the world. No, I, I get what you mean. <laughs> I would like to do one thing. Uh, since we're gonna be, we decided to head towards. Uh, Frida's hometown on our way to Falkcliff. I want to head to the post office and leave uh, leave some uh, gold with them. If you receive and tell them that if they receive any letters uh, from uh, my family or my masters to send it along to Falkcliff. Uh, the rookery will do just that. Do I... How much do I need? Do I need to leave them any money to get that mail forwarded? Um, let's say you're asking for. Hold on, let's go to the notes because I did place the prices of this. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, five gold. All right. I'll... And it will get it, and that will get it shipped to your exact location wherever you are. Okay. I'll I'll leave. I'll leave ten of, so that I can do two letters in case I get letters from both of them at different times. I'll they do condensed them. shipping. They're not savages. Okay, fine. I'll leave five gold with well, them. I guess I, I'm joking. I'm joking. Forwarded. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, Lana, is there anything that you would like to do in preparation? Um, I'm just gonna go find Jason and talk to him about melting down the uh, adamantine sword into a, a great axe head. Uh, Jason looks at that project and he's like, uh, yeah, I, <clears throat> I could uh, probably do it in uh, uh, about uh, by the end of the day. That that doesn't seem too difficult if we just want the axe head. If you have the rest of the axe that we could use, then you know I should. Yeah, I'll just I'll just swap it out with the axe with my my current axe. Mm. Uh, Lana, you do turn and realize that like Gilgamesh came with you and is like glaring uh, daggers at Jason, and Jason in turn is like glaring daggers back. You know that these two hate each other. <laughs> they interesting. Um, also interesting that Gilgamesh followed me. Um. I, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, in case you needed help dealing with this ruffian. And Jason... <laughs> J Jason responds, uh, I think she can handle herself and doesn't need a twig to help her. Oh. Huh. A twig, um, am I? <laughs> and the two are, like, glaring daggers at each other harder. Um... I'm just going to look between the two children, um, which, because uh, that's what they are to me, um, 
and say, well, uh, I was. if you can get it by the end of the day, then great. If not, don't worry about it. I have a functional axe. It would just be nice to have a little bit of a extra oomph behind it. No, no, I, I can definitely get it done because unlike, you know, some people here, uh, I can make something that is up to standards. And uh, Gil, <laughs> like, rolls his eyes. Anyone else would have been completely fooled by that rock. You're just pedantic. Uh, and, and Jason's like, all right. oh, right, uh, I'm right, I'm too right. Is that the problem, that I'm too right about things? Good day <laughs> uh, Gil, to the both yeah, of you. The two argue some more, and then Gil comes out. Oh, um, hmm. Uh, Lana, I did want to ask, um, uh, since, uh, we are, uh, uh, do you want to, um, n- never mind, what? never mind. Uh, he just, he just walks away. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah, go ahead. It's a 19. He rolled a 7. Uh, he was going to try to ask you out, but then thought it might be awkward and then chose not to. Um, Lana will just sort of, um, uh, say, okay, um, well, if you come to your mind, uh, let me know, I guess, and walk away. (laughs) Uh, okay. From there, we will cut to Jalen. Is there anything you would like to do in preparation for leaving? Yes, I would like to purchase more dwarven chocolate, if I may. Okay, uh, <laughs> you go to, let's see, you go to Cord's uh, Sweet Jaw uh, Chocolatiers. Uh, uh, yeah, and, and you see Cord, uh, Cord's Sweet Jaw, the uh, deep brown beard that's neatly trimmed, he's stocky and round, uh, round and uh, has all sorts of dwarven chocolate on display. Uh, yes, uh, dwarven chocolate. It will be, uh, uh, one silver piece per chocolate. I would like to purchase ten of them. Ten of them? Wow. Uh, big spender. Uh, here you go. And he hands you ten bricks of chocolate. Yes. She looks very pleased. She, she like, does that thing that cows do when they're satisfied the sound as she like stuffs them in her bag and pulls out the ten silver and just hands it to him and is like your chocolate has literally saved us and then just like pats the coins on the counter Uh, and when he looks uh... there's like an extra two silver coins because she tipped him. <laughs> Wonderful. I, well, I'll just put that away. And uh, he, he goes back to making more dwarven chocolate. Uh, yes, Rosalind? Uh, can I roll an insight check just on the town? How are people reacting to our pseudo-dragons to uh, uh, eyebrows in May? 
Uh, the the little kids are the ones that like you know stop and stare at them, and like uh, sometimes they like chase them because they're like weird new thing and like run after it. Right. The adults they like remember stories about that, and they like stop to look, like seeing an interesting animal. But it's not like the town is panicking over them or anything. Okay, but it's just like an uh like a uh, new kid and a plate and a daycare. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hayden, is there anything that oh. you would like to? Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, Jill. I was gonna. I was gonna say I would also like to attune to the stone that I think we put into my helmet last time. Yes. Yes. Or that I would need to possibly put into my helmet, in which case then I would. Okay. Um, you inscribe the uh, trans. You use the opal to transfer the enchantment onto a helmet that you now wear. Uh, Hayden, is there anything you would like to do in preparation for leaving? Um, I... Oh god, it's so fucking extra. I wanna, I wanna go back to what's left of my ship, and I wanna rummage around for a few items, and then I wanna take said items to Jason and see about, uh, re-enchanting them. Hmm. So... Jason uh, takes a look at the items that you have presented and um, uh, compares with the uh, yes, he do he compares with the uh, tome that he has and he's like, well, um, fixing the javelin will cost about uh, 50 gold. This ring of mind shielding about 200 and the ring of truth telling also 200 um that, that would uh it's much easier to re-enchant them than it is to like make the item from scratch okay not a problem so that's how much gold in total then jason uh in total that would be 450 for like everything oh shit um you know what let's let's go ahead and just money i i I would need lots of money to repair all three of these. Uh, one, you you do realize one of the swords is uh, um, worth like 500 gold pieces, so... But I do not have any of the swords. Right. Jalen? Um, I do. <laughs> I would be willing to donate my sword for this cause. But I'm not with Hayden, so... I don't know. Okay. So, uh, well, uh, you know, I can, uh, I can get started on them and, uh, you know, I'll do what I can and then, uh, uh, and then, uh, I will, uh, yeah, you, uh, j just leave them with me and I'll, uh, put them on my to-do list, uh, when I get the materials. Okay. Uh, if you could, the... The javelin is honestly the top priority right now. Okay. If you think you could possibly get that done anytime soon. Uh, yeah. Uh, 50 gold. Um, uh, that'll, that'll take me a, a day, like a whole day, but I could do it. Okay, got it. And I'm going to hand over the gold to Jason. Pleasure doing oh, business wow. with you. And... You know, I, uh, 
and and this is kind of basic uh and and this is the base price that the actual materials cost just so you know i'm not charging you for my services you uh you folk are good folk and uh i'm really glad that uh priscilla and jalen uh, is hanging out with all of you that gilgamesh though he could shove it <laughs> and he goes to work <sighs> I'm going to stand there and stare at him, contemplating a few different retorts. I'm not fond of people disrespecting Gilgamesh. However, I did just entrust some of my things to him, so I'm just going to bite my tongue and go. Mm. I, I just told him his rock needed work, and he's the one who made it a big deal. I'm, I'm sorry, his like... what needs work? A rock! How he hides your ship in the illusion of a rock? I saw right through that. It was totally the wrong kind of rock. That, you know, it, the striations were wrong. That everything about it was wrong. It was totally out of place. I the only thing that was right was the I'll color. let him. I'll let him know. I mean, uh, I told him, and he's something else. Maybe it was in your delivery. Uh, I get the feeling that Gil can What's be pretty sensitive. Delivery? I think Gil can be a little sensitive when it comes to other people talking about his rock. Ah, uh, I'm just saying, wouldn't have fooled any dwarf. Well, um, I'll be sure to talk to him about it. And he, um, he continues to work. Cool. Now I gotta go find Gil. Okay, uh, we can say that you all, uh, meet up again. Gil! Oh, uh, hello, Captain. We... I need a word, do you mind? Uh, yeah, uh, sure, Captain. Fantastic. I'm just gonna pull Gilgamesh off to the side somewhere to talk to him. Uh, yeah? What is it? Um, so... I just spoke with Jason not that long ago, and... You did. He, he, yeah. He said something about your rock being wrong. Can he not understand artistic vision? He is uh, dumb as a host. Uh, that may be, but have you considered maybe humoring him and, you know... Give your illusion another go. See if it turns out any different. <sighs> For you, Captain, I will do this. <laughs> I believe in you, Gil. I'm sure it's going to turn out great. Even if it looks just the same, it'll still be great. Because it's already great to begin. But I hate to see the two of you fight about it so much. I, I don't know what that guy's problem is. He's so tight about everything you know maybe the two of you can hang out and get to know each other and help each other relax some more i have i don't see that happening because i'm going with you guys but uh maybe when we get back yeah yeah maybe when we get back i'll i'll consider that captain right it'll it'll be great so, are you 
do you want to do that before we go, or do you want to wait till like the uh, last? Yeah, I'll, I'll go take care of it now. He he believed to go uh, redo his Brock illusion, and um, the rest of you have gathered back in your meeting place. Oh, no. Gosh. Uh, so the rest of you are gathered. Uh, all right, I got coffee. Um, is there anything else we might need? I'm waiting on some replacement shoe. Well, some fixing on my shoes. I um, I have all the ingredients for uh, at least a week's worth of meals. Oh, are I, you I'm, including I'm very, me? Oh, uh, yeah, week's food's worth? important. Uh, um, yes, absolutely. Then you have more than a week's worth. I will eat grass. <laughs> uh, I'm. Did I? Did I? Try? I mean, I, I I plan vegetarian meals for you. I, I'm trying to save you some materials. It's okay. But I like cooking for people. Jalen, allow yourself the luxury of eating this delicious food. I know it's going to be delicious. Trust me. Roll up it. <laughs> she's just like she's like she sighs. Because she was trying to be helpful, but now she just feels like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that. In She's other news. Like... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to completely change the subject, so so you please go. I, I didn't have anything substantial to, to, to add to this. Okay, well then I'll just say... Uh, I'm gonna need it at least an entire day before we head out because I've got Jason working on something for me and he said that's how long it's gonna take and I feel like it will be very beneficial on our next adventure out yeah and I have something I need to pick up at five all right <laughs> Jesus Christ well if we have to stay one day longer that's not too uh, not the end of the world I suppose right this will give me a. This will actually give me a chance to uh, practice my uh, new skill before I, so I don't have to try it out for the first time when I actually like maybe in a combat situation or someplace where I don't want it to screw up if I haven't practiced it. That's a great I, idea. Do you want to spar with me, Rosalind? Um. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> Solana and Friendly I can head out over there fight. too, because we were talking about sparring. Solana? Yeah. Is that um, what you named the magma girl? Uh, you can. Her? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we can all see them. Oh. Solana I starts thought... tapping on your head like a bongo. Solana. <laughs> like right now, they're being really obnoxious. They're always really obnoxious. Good sparring partner, though. Probably the only one that can keep pace with me. I mean, I could probably keep pace with you if you'd ask. I was just about to say, I don't think you've sparred uh, with me yet. Solana starts or uh, making bedroom eyes at Lana. <laughs> God dang it. Why is everyone flirting with Lana? I get it, I'm a pretty fox woman. <laughs> but yeah um the other question is uh, has uh uh what's his name the uh 
The guy that came with us. Ryder? Yeah, Ryder, I'm sorry. I totally forgot his name. Where has Ryder been? Um... Oh yeah. Uh, he didn't you say he went home? He he went yeah. Uh, Hayden saw when he went back to his ship that Hayden or that uh, Ryder was picking through more of his house just to see what's left and then try to. Um, he's currently talking with someone about like kind of estimates as to what it would cost to rebuild his house. He's it seems like that's gonna be what he's working on for a bit. Okay, so he's probably gonna. Do we want to leave behind some some gold? You guys did. You guys did give him one of the swords that's worth five hundred gold, so he should be set there. Okay, and he'll be able to sell that and get five hundred. Yeah. Okay, good. So we should be good now. He should. He should be decent. Yeah. He just needs time and hands to do it. So he's probably not going to want to come with us. Fog Cliffin back. That seems fair. I see. But uh, do we want to try should... and like maybe spar uh, like a little bit outside of town so that no one gets worried that people are just fighting each other? <laughs> I mean, isn't there a fighting pitch that we competed on? I was going to say, it could show them our strength, even though they already saw it, but you know. Might be nice. And then we should have drinks. Two little kids uh, from across the street look at or hear overhear this part of the conversation, and they're both just like, fight, 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 fight. Okay. Well, now we have to perform. We can't just leave them wondering. No, let's yearning let's head, for the entertainment of their youth. <laughs> I'll get to test out my f new fun stuff. All right. Um, I Lana, give it an old swing. Lana, Gialan, if you'd like, you can try to take Solana and I at the same time. Two, two v two. Yes. I mean. And then what about sure. me? Well, Priscilla, five huh? gold to the winner. I'm fine with that. <laughs> nice. This is not going to go in Priscilla's favor. No. So who all is who all sparring right now? Uh, so far, it's um, Priscilla, Rosalind, and Gialin. Does Lana want to join in or no? And on whose side? Um, I thought it was uh, Gialin and I against Priscilla and Priscilla's Echo. Yes. Huh? And then I would be a fifth. Uh, yeah, I think Rosalind should be on Priscilla's side because Priscilla's Echo has one HP. Okay. Oh, that's not really fair. That's three yes, versus that's two. fine. That, I, that works. So, I, I think, I think Solana is is gonna be okay. So I heard mention of five gold going to the winner, and I'm gonna turn to Frida and say, I've got ten gold on the Minotaur. Hmm. All right. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Okay. Uh, uh, everyone who's Lana, Rosalind, uh, Priscilla, and uh, Lana, Rosalind, Priscilla, and Jalen, roll initiative and uh, po post it in the chat. Oh, yeah. I got an 18. I got a 17. 
No holding back, right? No holding back. But non-lethal blows. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming you're not trying to kill each other. Well, no. Geologist, like... It's like it needs to be said out loud. Geologist, like, said. reaches into her robes and, like, pulls out these two, like, gold bits that are, like, cone-shaped with, like, a ball on the top, and you just hear... <laughs> As she screws them onto the top tips of her horns. Oh! <laughs> 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 um, so the safety on these horns is uh, on. Rosalind and Priscilla and Priscilla's Echo versus Lana and Gialin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lana, you were up first. Feel what... free to get a little violent. I would like to, as a bonus action, cast Divine Favor on myself. Okay. <laughs> and then I would like to go up to Priscilla, uh, and I would like to attack the Priscilla. Okay, roll to hit. I will do that. That's a bad roll. Uh, no, that that's gonna miss, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Yeah, that that'll miss. Uh, Lana comes in swinging with a glowing divine axe, and Priscilla, you uh, manage to catch it with your glaive, and uh, Solana. <laughs> also interposes her glaive to help you like oh this is a tough fall oh, can she, can she can she use her reaction for the opportunity attack through manifest echo mm. manifest echo is when you take an attack so when a creature that you can see within five feet of your echo moves at least five feet away from it you can use your reaction to make a opportunity attack against that creature uh, as if lana you were in hasn't the moved space. away from the echo oh okay, okay. so no okay all right so okay uh, Rosalind, it's now your turn. All right, I'm gonna pull uh, pull off, pull out my uh, uh, pull out my boat uh, my quarter staff. Uh, hold it with both my hands, and I'm gonna step up to I'll step up to Gialin, and I'll be like, uh, here go. And here goes nothing, and uh, roll to d uh, try and hit her first in the knees, try and uh, try and bring her down so I can then hit her in the face. Okay, roll to so, hit. So, okay, action, quarter staff. Here we go. That's a 16 to hit. Uh, I think that hits. It does hit. Okay, uh, so I whack you in the knee and deal uh, six bludgeoning damage, and then uh, a bonus action uh, melee uh, melee attack, and and hold on, I need to pull up a thing. Sorry. Um, and then I would also, and when I, uh, when I do, I, I'm partially attuned to fire because of the spells that I chose. So, uh, uh, you see, uh, you see her hands start to glow and get hot as 
I'm gonna try and uh, use uh, add fire dam do fire damage instead of bludgeoning damage with my punch. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So go ahead and roll the hit. Yeah, and that's an unarmed attack. That's another 16 to hit. That also hits. And so I do it just like uh, it's a monk weapon, right? It, but it's fire damage instead. Yeah. So, so yeah, you are for the first time using your fire powers to hit someone. What does it look like? You, uh, so I first whacked her in the knee, and then you see her, uh, her, her. Uh, she lets go and with her left hand, and as she rears back to swing, you see the uh, area right around her hands and her skin get hot and burst into flame as she just punches Jialin right in the gut, dealing six fire damage. And as I channel the f uh, fire, is there anybody... Um, uh, never mind, that's the wrong thing. Okay. And I shake off my hand and I look and no blistering or anything. It's like, wow, that's so cool. Well, actually hot, but. <laughs> and that's the end of my turn. Oh, um, and then I'm going to stay right up there with Jialin. Okay. Okay. Is there any, uh, anything that's not being worn or carried that's around? I mean, I would say Jialin is, say yeah, yeah it, it the the special property is for things that you hit with it. So like unless Gialin was like soaked in oil or something, they wouldn't catch fire. Yeah, nothing else catches on fire. That's good. That's I'm just making sure there's no nothing stray that uh, catches on fire. Uh, you see an em a little tiny ember fall to the ground and destroy a single ant, and that ant's brother rushes to it and cry mourns for its death. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, Jalen, it is now your turn. Uh, as I have taken damage, Jalen, um, beef mode engage. Um, so as a bonus action, I will rage. Okay. And then I would like to, as my action, uh, channel Divinity, Radiance of the Dawn. So everybody has to make, everybody within 30 feet of me that is a hostile creature, um, that doesn't have total cover has to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, okay, so who are your enemies right now? Right now oh. it's, uh, Priscilla, Priscilla's Echo, and Rosalind. So, so yeah, all of you make con saves. Does a 14 beat the DC? Yes. So you would take uh, 1d10 plus 2 radiant damage. Let me roll the thing. We do, I still get, do I still get damaged even if I uh, uh, succeed on the con save? Yes, you take half damage. So you take uh, okay. 8 damage radiant. Radiant? Okay! Yeah. I'm resistant! Yeah, so I as, take four. 
Yes. Jalen, as you, like, slam into the ground and issue forth this, like, radiant energy, you see that Rosalind seems oddly resistant to it, and you get the sense that they're not actually a human completely. Um, Priscilla, uh, Priscilla's echo bites the dust. Actually, can I use interception to reduce that damage? Yes? On your own echo? Of course, that's my twin sister. I'm not letting her get hurt. As opposed to the bonus that's, act. That is 10. That is a 10, so I reduce it by 10. Uh, okay. Uh, how much damage was it? Eight total. So, so yeah, um, you no, stand she, in the she, she, she failed the DC, well, so she took, she took yeah. 2d10 mm-hmm. plus two. So she got, um, she took nine. Okay. Uh, the 10 would still reduce it, but, um, Priscilla, you take nine damage, or you take... I, I, I failed, I have succeeded the saving throw, because uh, I got a 21, but the, oh. my, yeah, yeah the, my, 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 my uh, so, Solana, Solana failed with a four. Oh, that okay. was Solana's roll. Okay, so let me roll yes. for you. So you uh, you should be taking seven damage then. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, Doc, just as a note, typically we roll the damage once and then just apply that to everyone and cut in half. Oh. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I yeah, miss... one Because it's one, 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 one person failed the, the constitution saving throw and everybody else succeeded yeah so you roll the whole damage and you just have the have the result you don't have the number of dice oh i'm a whole dumbass okay thank you huh well i mean you succeeded your save so you're only half of one uh thanks but, um it would be nice <laughs> i think that was taylor's attempt at being nice Oh, they're my friend. We can be slightly mean to each other. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? Okay, fair actually, enough. actually, Rosalind, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, June. I'm sorry, Don. No, you're my friend. You're fine. I care you're about totally you. Good. All right. And now it's Priscilla's turn. Yes, and uh, now it's Priscilla's turn. So after after kind of imposing my glaive and letting the radiant energy just kind of wash across that and kind of cracks up my arm, I am going to uh, I'm going to use part of my my movement to have my have Solana uh, surround to go to the opposite side of of Lana so that we are flanking Lana. Mm-hmm. I'll allow that. Yeah, I've done this. I've done this before. <laughs> this is payback uh, for Boy ID. <laughs> Uh, and then I am going to make a attack with my glaive. Go ahead. Roll the hit. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. That'll hit. So for me, that is 10 slashing. Okay. Okay. And then I am going to use... Let me see what to check here. I am going to... Use my polearm mastery to make a make a attack with the the back end of the. As a bonus action. Yeah, as a bonus action. That's only a defense. Mm-hmm. Got a roll to hit. Um, that's a fourteen. That'll miss. Okay. Um, then I am going to unleash carnation. Uh, unleash incarnation. 
uh, to make the attack the same set of attacks. Uh, uh, I guess, no, she doesn't get no, a bonus she doesn't action. get the bonus just the one attack. Yeah. So the regular attack, uh, that's a miss. Um, you can uh, you can use Unleash Incarnation on... Shit, I, I wasn't even rolling with advantage from flanking. Whoops. <laughs> uh, let me roll real quick. Uh, so 16. Still uh, misses. And then for the other one, that would have been a natural 20 from Solana for 25. Ooh. Uh, uh, I rolled percentile. Okay. That's a 92. <laughs> Oh, it, was nice. it, was, it was nice knowing you guys. Um... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> GG. Uh, so, Solana, Solana's a little upset after, you know, refusing. You refusing her. Uh, she just smacks you with the the blunt side of the glaive right across the back. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's... Ouch. Uh, so, on the die, that's going to be nine slashing. So, three times three is 27. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I mean, it, it it took the crit to do it, but it will that'll do it. Uh, so that's that's that attack bonus action and that. Um. Okay. Uh, and then that was 15 feet of movement to move uh, the two of us. So we're both gonna move 15 feet closer towards towards Dialin now. Uh. Okay. Um. <laughs> I mean, I said it before the session that Echo Knights are busted, but... Because you yeah. you actually can unleash Incarnation on your Polearm Strike. It's every mm -hmm. time you make an attack, you can unleash Incarnation. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was attack action that you... Nope, it's every time it's on Every time attack. you attack. Mm -hmm. which, is why I can, which is why I'm going to be able to do 11 later on when I can use it on my extra attacks and my action I... surge. Wow, yeah, so I'm really going to have to... You can only do it a number of times equal to your equal to your constitution On. modifier. Mm -hmm. But if you have two attacks and a bonus action attack, you can attack with action surge a total of five times in a turn. Yep. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> so we are we are we are just having the time of our lives right now. Uh, not even going to stop to check and see if Lana's okay. We're going to move right over to Jalen. Uh, Lana, it is now your turn. Roll. Um, well, I think it was a non-lethal blow, so I'm just unconscious yeah. and stabilized. Yeah, it was non-lethal. It was the blunt end of the glaive. Yeah. Oh, okay, Rosalind, it is now your turn. I just got the crab beat out of me. Uh, do you want to try to... If you roll and get a nat 20, I'll let you get up with one HP. Okay, I'll do that. Why not? Let's try my luck here. Nah, it's only a 16. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Rosalind, your turn. You are muted. Rosalind? I forgot that I was muted. I'm sorry. I have a question. Now that yeah. we have... Do we want to continue at three versus one? Or do we want to, uh, somebody to switch so now it's two on two? I mean, realistically speaking, the Echo isn't a full extra person. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then I'll continue... Uh, uh, with, uh, I'm standing right in front of Gialin, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna put my hand, I'm gonna maneuver myself in, uh, such a way that, uh, wait, is, uh, did, uh, I have, sorry, did, 
Priscilla move right next to Gialin? Uh, yeah. Are there... So I can't do that option. Okay. Um... I would like to... Ooh. Uh, features and traits. I would like to... Bonus action... Uh... I would like to spend a key point so I can take the disengage as a bonus action for Step of the Wind. So I can step away. Okay. Uh, from. So I can step away from. Uh, Gialin. So I can do. Uh. And then I'm gonna put my hands together and channel some elemental energy together so I can cast chromatic orb. Okay, roll to hit. Okay. And that may not hit. That's a 12 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Well, you see this uh, multicolored elemental energy uh built up in Rosalind's hands and she shoots it at you but it whizzes like right past your head as it totally misses but I stepped I moved uh, 40 40, uh, 40 feet away if I'm able to okay am I able to get that far away yeah. from Gialin? yeah okay I get 40 feet away from Gialin because of my increased movement speed. Uh, backing up, it's at this point that you notice that, like, uh, a, a large crowd has, like, um, like, came up to, like, witness this whole fight. Yeah. And that's... That was my... Uh, that was your turn. Action, bonus that's action, my turn. Bonus action, action, and movement. And I'm out of key points now. That's okay, though. I only have three right now. Uh... Jalen, is now your turn. You got Priscilla to the left of you, Solana to the right. Here you are, stuck in the middle. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're not in a line with each other. Are they? No. Um, no. They're on either side of you. <laughs> um. Which one's the clown and which one's the joker? <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So... Uh, the closest one to me is Priscilla, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I would say they're both equally Priscilla close to you. Priscilla's on one side and the Echo's on the other side of you. Um, I am going to swing the blunt side of my axe at Priscilla. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll to hit. That did not hit. Probably, because I guarantee your AC is higher than 9. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't hit. But I would still like to take Goring Rush as my bonus action, aimed still at Priscilla. Uh, sure. Uh, 16? Wait, sorry, that should that... be a, a an 18. That will hit, yeah. And again, uh, this is blunt. Mm -hmm. uh, so you, you put the safety on your horn. I did. Uh, 5. <laughs> So five, five dam damage. Yeah, five okay. damages, and um, this also means that we move twenty feet, right? 
Uh, yeah, both of you move 20 feet, and the Echo does get an attack of opportunity on you. If Priscilla wants okay. to spend their reaction for that. Yeah, I'll spend my reaction for that. Okay, roll to hit with your Echo. Alright. That's a that 20 for a 25. Oh, dang! Solana's the combatant. I suck. Solana's just angry. We were like, <laughs> yeah, we could, we could actually spar you pretty well, and Solana's like... You think you trying to replace me? <laughs> Just imagine uh, if you had Solana attacking yourself, though. This would have been such a funnier. That is a three. That this is a three. Is so melee, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I only take two points of that, don't I? Oh, thir so thirteen. Uh, the three was the percentage. Seven. I only take oh, seven points. Of or, that, yeah, though, you only right? take six damage because you're raging. Oh yeah, you're six. raging. So it. Raging applies to like bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. So, uh, yeah, which is what uh, your glaive does is slashing. So, yeah. Can I? Uh, I guess I don't know. Can I use? I know that I'm raging, and I don't know if this counts as magic. But can I use warding flare as my yeah. reaction? I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So, a bright light interposes itself between Solana and Pris. Uh, and Jialin, uh briefly blinds them, and they don't have advantage on their attack roll. Priscilla, do you remember what the first roll was? So, it, um, for one, uh, Solana can't be blinded because she's immune to all conditions. Oh, that is correct. So, do I or, have to hold on? Say what's that the I what's the what, what's the wording of flare? Uh, hold on. Does it specify that it doesn't work on someone that can't be blinded? Uh, let me when just double are, check. When you are attacked by a creature that can be blinded within 30 feet. Uh, uh, then, then yeah. yeah, it wouldn't apply to, um, uh, yeah, would not apply to, uh, Solana. Or immune to all conditions. Okay. And I assume then that I have, have to have used that then. Yes. If I've already claimed it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that does help you learn something uh, very crucial: is not to use it on things that can't be blinded. Or finding out that this <laughs> Solana is is not capable of being blinded. <laughs> Noise. Hey guys, marshals aren't good. Marshals are bad in five E. Oh yeah. Okay. Stupid freaking opinions. People like marshals aren't good. Don't know how to play. <laughs> Uh, is, is, that, is that up to me now? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we are, we are to you. As, I'm, I'm gonna, That's all I can like, do. Uh, Jialin, I hope you don't mind if I use a little bit of magic. You just get, like, angry grunting because cool. she's in rage. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'm gonna... First, I'm going to um, I'm going to do my my first attack with my my glaive. That's just me, Priscilla. Uh, oh my fuck! You Are you watching this on D and D Beyond? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Jesus, rest in so peace. fighting. Oh man! If if you rolled this in the dungeon, oh, holy shit! No! no! What the hell, uh, Annabeth? 
Save it for the enemy! It's a 96 yeah. on the percentile. Oh, oh that's triple damage. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, that's, that's gonna be... Hmm. It's a low, low, low one to die. Uh, that's gonna be four, so tripled to 12. So six. They're resistant. Mm -hmm. Six. Um, so that, there's that, uh, and I'm immediately gonna follow that up with um, my what about uh, status conditions. Oh, the status conditions. Um, I mean, I wasn't really trying see. to implement those. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I, I think, I think we're not trying to do that right now because mm -hmm. this is a friendly mm -hmm. thing. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, if they were fighting for real, then, like, yeah, there'd be conditions applied. Okay. Um, so then I'm going to uh, make the... Uh, then I'm going to make the... Hold on, let me double check here. Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, I'm going to make the uh, the bonus action polearm master attack, mm -hmm. uh, which is a nine. So I assume that doesn't hit. Um, then I am going to... Um, Use my Unleash Incarnation with uh, Solana to have her attack. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Jesus. Yep. Solana's just really good at stabbing <laughs> people in the back. Uh, that's five slashing. Um, uh, Solana, does, Solana doesn't get the Polearm Master attack, right? We, we talked about that? No, yeah, yeah, no. Is it okay. two or three? Do you round up or down? You always round down, unless something says otherwise. So round down to two. Uh, then I'm going to action surge. Okay. And then I am going to cast burning hands. Uh, okay, uh, Jalen, make a dexterity saving throw as Priscilla summons fire and throws <laughs> it at you. Uh, 13. That is a success. Um, so you take half as much um, on a fail save. Uh, so it is, um, on a successful save, so 11 fire. So halved to what? Five? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down. That's oh. it. Oh. That was exactly that... the amount of points I needed <laughs> to go down. I'm, I'm going to take a look at Lana now. I mean, at, uh, at Rosalind. So, uh, you want to keep going? I can keep going if you want to. And I'm going to shift footing now. Okay. Uh, Alana fans themselves. <laughs> I, I, I'll roll another death save, I suppose. Yes, go go ahead and roll. If you get a nat 20, you get up. Nope. Oh, sad. Um, so... And that's my turn? Yes, Rosalind, it is your turn. Alright. I'm going to... Uh, run, uh, uh, pull my, uh, quarterstaff back off my back, because I probably put it away, put it, put it, I, yeah, set it to the side so I could do my chromatic orb thing that did not work, but, uh, I'll pull it back out uh, with both hands and, uh, do, I'm just gonna do, uh, a, a class, uh, I'm gonna try and like uh, jab him in the stomach and then punch him in the nose. So we'll see how that goes. So first the jab with the quarter staff. That's a twenty-five to hit. I assume that hits. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that'll hit. 
and that and I, is... And I presume that uh, my Echo can't take the reactions, right? We talked about that? Um... Yeah, that's it, correct. Yeah, You're... It, can't, it can't for you, but it could for other people, I will say. Okay. You can... And... I will say you can use your reaction for intercept on yourself. I think... Does intercept yeah. specify it has to be other creatures or just... So, yeah, it's interceptions when a creature you can see hits a target other than you within five feet of you. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, so... So I was I was wondering if basically if Solana could intercept uh, a target that was coming in for me. I mm, technically no, they don't have your your action economy. Yeah. Okay, like, that makes sense. Yeah. You they don't have an action and a reaction. You have mm -hmm. your action, reaction, and bonus action, and can use them as if you were standing there. Yeah. It, okay. It's not it's not like a simulacra. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I just want to so, clarify. No interposing. So that's ten bludgeoning damage from my quarter staff, and then I'll rear back for a punch to the face. That's probably not gonna hit. That's a nine to hit. Yeah, that that won't hit. Okay. And then I'll square up, up and say, give me your best shot. Well, hold on to your teeth. <laughs> We'll see if, if you can hit me, baby. <laughs> uh, so I think the two of us are going to kind of do that same thing of surrounding uh, Rosalind. Okay. Um, so uh, first up, my first tech with the glaive from me. Uh, that'll be a 17 to hit. That misses. Okay. Um, my bonus action. Are you rolling with advantage because you're flanking? Uh, no, I have not been. Whoops. Yeah, roll again. Um, so the other one uh, puts me at 21 to hit. A 21 will hit. Okay. So the first thing for Glaive, that is seven slashing. Okay. And then the advantage from the uh, bonus action Polearm Master, uh, 24 to hit. Yes, that will hit. All right, uh, that's going to be an additional seven bludgeoning with the back of the polearm. Okay, I'm still up. All right, and then I will use my final Unleash Incarnation. Okay. Uh, to make my make my attack here. Um, oh, that's not with advantage. Ignore that roll. That would have hit, but ignore that roll. Uh, 18 to hit. That just hit. Right, we'll uh, see. And that is an additional six slashing. Ah, that's exactly what you needed. I'm down now. Ooh. Ah, so I kind of just shove my my glaive into the ground, look to Solana, and high fiver. And they thought they could take the both of us. Uh, yeah, Solana. Now definitely you have to fight each other. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Solana, <laughs> I like Solana so I feel like Solana just punches me in the face, and I pat, yeah. and I get knocked out. Yeah, yeah, for sure that happened. <laughs> that was that was a wild chain of events. Because uh, yeah. and then Solana I... disappears because their existence is dependent on you, and then they realize this for the first time as they flip out of existence. I uh, I uh, could have, man, I miss. I rolled a two on the first hit and didn't get my smite to go off, and then I got crit and killed. 
Oh, man. It required triple damage. Double damage wouldn't have killed me. <laughs> man, that... That was insane. <laughs> that was naughty. Was, I mean, I again, I, I've I've abused the build before, so I know how dangerous it can be. Um, and then you don't crits are another. Sorry, go ahead. But, but then the crits are a whole nother thing. Three crits back to back to back. Oh yeah, that was that was nuts. That was yeah. Insane. <laughs> Solana apparently was very feral and wanted to apparently. fight. Apparently. So while yeah. I was mad at us even suggesting that we could take you in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, uh, how much HP do you have left? I'm at, I'm at nine. <laughs> Everyone oh, wow. gets up at one. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to was... throw heals to everybody. Okay. I mean, we're going to sleep. It's not a big we're gonna, deal. We're going to take a we're, long we're rest. A long rest. <laughs> so... So you're that all was... like, yeah, good fight. Let's uh, come back here tomorrow morning. Uh, what, what does the crowd do after seeing all this? The crowd absolutely, like, loses its mind cheering. Like, oh, man. Oh, those tieflings are awesome. They're so hot. I want to marry them. There's just this random old lady. Marry me. I love oh you, word. random citizen. <laughs> I can't. I still can't believe you dealt twenty damage to me in one round. I, I, uh, uh, fighters are very good. I, 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 it's a real. And, and Polar Master is a really, really good build. Mm -hmm. uh, the, I kind of. Sorry. Go ahead. As I say, the people who like people who complain about how spellcasters are way too powerful in D and D and marshals aren't good don't know how to play marshals. Uh, so I, I feel like I, I, I get up and I like look around like where's. Where'd Solana go? Did she, like, go to get drinks or something? As soon as you say Solana's name, you summon her again. Uh, oh. Okay. So we can all go ahead and hit the long rest button. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take all a sleep, and we'll leave tomorrow. Yes. And we can start fresh next session, because... Oh, shit. Uh, yes. Solana, we gotta go get our shoes. They, they oh, nod. Yeah. And uh, as you all go your separate ways to rest and prepare... The journey coming ahead. That is where we will end this episode of Myth, Magic, Might. Good night to you all. Ooh.